This is the Behind the Line podcast, and this is Pacific Northwest Headline News for Monday, May 2nd, 2022. A 70-year-old man in Gig Harbor, Washington, was arrested over the weekend after he shot a 40-year-old man who he thought was stealing from a grocery store. When officers arrived, the 70-year-old man identified himself as the shooter. Officers took a loaded 9mm handgun from the man. Witnesses told police the 70-year-old confronted the 40-year-old as he was leaving the store with merchandise. 70-year-old wrongly believed the 40-year-old was stealing and blocked the exit with his grocery cart and body. The two got into a fight, and the 70-year-old reportedly pulled out his gun and fired two shots, hitting the 40-year-old in the neck. The other shot went through the glass door of the grocery store. The 40-year-old man has non-life-threatening injuries. Unless you are the police, you are not the police. And shoplifting is not a offense for which you could shoot somebody. That 70-year-old man just gave himself a life sentence over what? Washington State Department of Labor and Industries said hard drives, laptops, cell phones, office equipment, door access, key cards, gas cards, and other items were taken from its regional office in Tukwila. The department said Friday it's taking every precaution to protect personal information after the robbery. Burglary. The hard drives contain personal information of employees and people who have done business with the regional office, according to L&I. Oh, another failed protection of data by the state of Washington. How is it all that stuff was just left around for somebody to break in and steal? The How's Our Neighbors Coalition launched Signature Gathering on a petition for Initiative 135. In Seattle's Beacon Hill neighborhood Saturday morning, if passed, the proposed ballot measure would create a Seattle social housing developer to obtain and operate publicly owned, permanently affordable housing. While we have strong affordable housing mechanisms already in the city of Seattle, we know that they're not going to meet the scale of needs, said Tiffany McCoy, campaign co-chair of I-135 and advocacy director at Real Change. Not because there's no desire, just because most of them are ultimately financed through the federal government and there are very real limitations on that. McCoy said they want to work in harmony with current nonprofit partners and expand the availability of housing to include those making 0 to 120% of the area median income. The developer would be a board made up of renters and professionals in fields such as green development and urban planning to have an opportunity for renters to dictate the conditions of their homes and determine how those homes are administrated, who's building them, and are we doing that in a way that is in alignment with what we know about wages, protecting workers, and having quality, deeply affordable housing for everyone. Plans for the funding, the proposal, along with more information about the specifics can be found at the HowsOurNeighbors.org website. In the end, if you want to have that kind of control over your housing, you need to own it, not rent it. The government should not be in the landlord rental business, and if it's publicly owned, then it is ultimately government-owned. 
two people were injured in an assault at a rally for a Republican candidate for Oregon governor in downtown Portland Saturday afternoon, according to the Portland police. Just afternoon on Saturday, officers received report of a group throwing items such as smoke grenades at another group in the area of Southwest 3rd and Southwest Main. A sergeant began monitoring the situation and gathering available resources, although there were only a few available officers. Members of the group, Antifa, drove away and met officers nearby at the request of Portland police. And it was Antifa throwing the items. The injured people were at the Republican governor candidate's rally. Two people were hurt by mortars. One man had an injury to his hand and a woman complained of hearing loss. The victims plan to seek medical treatment on their own. There was evidence of balloons filled with paint and other substances were thrown at people and vehicles. The suspects left the area and no immediate arrests were made. Why are these people allowed to run around and create chaos like this? They put on their little black suits and their little black masks because they're too afraid to show themselves. And then they run away after they do their little dirty deeds. Unfortunately, these people will probably never be caught, especially in Portland. Oregon Governor Kate Brown remains the least popular governor in the entire country, according to a new poll released Thursday by Morning Consult. About 54% of Oregonians disapproved of Brown's job performance, while only 41% approved of her performance, according to the poll. In contrast, California Governor Gavin Newsom received a 57% approval rating, while 52% approved of the job performance of Washington Governor Jay Inslee. Two other governors who suck. The 11 most popular governors are all Republicans, according to the poll. The three most popular governors are Republicans leading blue states. Charlie Baker of Massachusetts, 74% approval. Phil Scott of Vermont, 72% approval. And Larry Hogan of Maryland with 71% approval rating. Maybe if Brown wasn't uh, letting killers out of prison and all sorts of other weird things, she wouldn't be at the bottom of that list. Renewable energy met 100% of California's demand for the first time on Saturday, most of it from large amounts of solar power produced along Interstate 10, an hour east of Coachella Valley. Don't get too excited, though. It only lasted 15 minutes. Solar power provided 12,391 megawatts, two-thirds of the amount needed. The milestone lasted almost 15 minutes before edging down to about 97% renewables. California has, uh, the California group behind this had pushed for 1 million solar rooftops statewide, which has been achieved, adding what some say is more environmentally friendly form of solar power than the solar farms, which eat up large swaths of the Mojave Desert and fragile landscapes. I do agree that all homes should be built with solar panels now. But obviously, 15 minutes of solar power is not going to cut it, and they're going to have to figure it out. New research on hunger shows 45% of undocumented immigrants in California are affected by food insecurity, and 60% of undocumented children live in food insecure households. The latest figures are from the University of California. 
Groups that work to prevent hunger want to open food assistance programs to include all income-eligible Californians regardless of their immigration status. By including undocumented individuals in food assistance programs, it will make a difference. It would have changed our circumstances and many other families as well. Donna Yaret Rodriguez, community liaison for the group Poder Latinx, recalls growing up poor and hungry as her undocumented mother was unable to find stable work. The Food for All campaign from Nourish California and the California Immigrant Policy Center support a bill to do just that. Senate Bill 464 has passed the state Senate and is now in the state assembly. Governor Newsom's proposed budget would expand CalFresh to undocumented people aged 55 and older, but advocates want lawmakers to drop that age restriction in the final budget, which must pass by June 15th. Opponents cite the cost considerations. You think? Children who experience food insecurity are more likely to be in overall poor health. They have an increased risk for depression and anxiety, and food insecurity is also associated with lower academic achievement. Well, provide the kids at school food, but I'm sorry, the parents should be able to find stable work, especially in California, because they'll let undocumented immigrants work. So you need to go out and work like the rest of us. You don't need to be sitting around waiting for a government handout. Feed the kids at school, but the parents need to do their own work and buy their own groceries. This isn't on the taxpayers of California to foot the bill for. This has been Pacific Northwest Headline News. For more, visit BehindTheLinePodcast.com. Thanks for listening.